Welcome to College Q&A. I'm Justin Myrick, and I'm happy you're listening in. Today's topic, we'll discuss in just a minute. How about a little intro music first? All right, we are live with episode number five. This week's question, why should I read the Bible? How many of you are readers? And what are some of the books that you just truly enjoy? And finally, what is it about those books that you like so much? Now, I've never been a big reader, but I married one. My wife loves to read, and she can plow through some books, and quickly. It's honestly amazing to me. For example, we've been reading a series written by S.D. Smith called The Green Ember. It's a four-book series, and he just released the final book. I'm pretty sure she read that 450-some-odd-page book in about three days. And we're in the middle of a quarantine life, homeschooling and working from home. How do you do that? Here's the thing. We are drawn to stories. They captivate us. They draw out emotion. They can inspire us and motivate us. We can learn from stories, gain wisdom from them. Well, I love this question we have for this episode because the Bible is the greatest story the world has ever known. It's full of adventure, betrayal, rescues, plot twists, battles. It's stories of friendship, love, honor, and sacrifice. It's stories of people gripped by fear, but also ones where courage is on full display. As someone who did not grow up reading the Bible, I can tell you the longer I live, the more fascinated I am with what is written on its pages. In our first episode, our pastor Greg Sykes responded to the question, what does being an active church member look like in this time of isolation, encourages us to keep growing in our spiritual disciplines. And reading God's Word is certainly one of those he highlighted. So let me ask you, how's it going? I think we'd all be willing to admit that we know reading the Bible is a good thing. We know that it's something we benefit from. But how many of us genuinely struggle to actually read the Bible on a daily basis? There's certainly a pull to keep you from it, a strong pull to keep you from it. So I hope this episode will encourage you to consider your why and push you to stay connected to God's Word on a daily basis. This week, we're joined by our very first FBC College alum, Wes Akers, who also joined our staff at FBC since his graduation. We are grateful to have Wes on staff, and I'm excited for us to listen in as he shares about why we should read the Bible. Here's what Wes had to say. Hey guys, my name is Wes Akers, and I have the privilege of getting to be a part of this new podcast that DJ Myrick is starting. A little side note before I get started in answering the question that he gave me. Um, I'd like you guys to know that DJ Myrick played one of the most important roles in the greatest day of my life. Um, He officiated my wedding Um, almost three years ago. But even more than that, he led me and my wife through premarital counseling, and there was so much of what he taught us that I still hold on to. The the wisdom that he imparted to us has shown itself to be very beneficial within these first three years of marriage. Um, But moving on to the question that was posed by one of you guys that's wanting to listen to this podcast, Uh, it is, why... Should I read the Bible? 
And I believe this is a great question because when I was in college, you, you know, late teens and, and even to about 20 years old, I, I was really desiring this question to be answered. And so because of that, you know, I, I chose to answer this question. And, 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 and to answer this question, I came up with, with four simple points as, as to why we should read our Bible. And the first one is, is that we got to understand that the Bible is one progressive story from Genesis to Revelation. It's a progressive story of God redeeming sinful man. Because in the beginning, God created man in his own image. He created them to have relationship with him. The Bible says that they walk together in the cool of the day. And God desired to give man good things. But yet man chose to rebel against the holy and righteous God. And sin entered into the world. And that relationship was broken. And so from that moment all the way to the end of the Bible, it is a progressive story of God trying to redeem that broken relationship to bring substitution for the sin that man um, committed. And so as we read through the Old Testament and move into the New Testament, we see these um, bits and pieces and these glimpses of of God making these promises and revealing certain things about how there's going to be this ultimate sacrifice, this this Messiah figure, this this one true king who will um, forgive all the sins of mankind, who will be the ultimate sacrifice, who will um, bring restoration to um, all who choose to believe. And, and we see that ultimately fulfilled in our Lord Jesus. And so when we understand that it's one progressive story, um, we can then begin to read the Bible and understand that it's not just bits and pieces of, of these cool stories and and little um, spots of wisdom and and certain things that that can just help us live better lives um, we'll actually understand that it is a story about how God is desiring to redeem us from our sins and have a personal relationship with us but then moving on past that um, there's two spots in the New Testament that explain how God's word can be completely trusted because God is the ultimate author of it 2 Timothy 3.16 says that all of Scripture is breathed out by God, basically meaning that, that God made sure what He wanted to be written was written. And then 2 Peter 1.20-21 explains how prophets of old and writers of the Old Testament um, and the writers of the New Testament, they didn't write based off their own wisdom and their own desires and their own understanding of life and what was going on, but yet they wrote as they were moved along by the Holy Spirit. So when we understand that the whole Bible is a progressive story and that the Bible was put together by God's ultimate authorship, um, we begin to understand that it can be completely trusted. And then there was two guys in my life that played a, a key role in, in understanding why I should read my Bible. And the first one is DJ Mark. Um, he, he had us in college read Psalm 119 and one verse specifically that he even had us memorize it is Psalms 119.11. It says, Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. So that means that when I read God's word and I am hiding it in my heart, memorizing it, I will understand how to obey God and to not sin against God. And then I have another friend. Um, he played professional football overseas and now he's a football coach and he's a real intense guy. And he said, Wes, how do you expect to understand the full power of God's word if you never choose to obey it. 
And what he was doing, he was explaining to me what Jesus said in John 14, 15 that says, if you love me, you will obey me. And there's no way that I can obey him if I don't take in his word. And then fourthly, in Colossians, it explains how we were created by God, but we were also created for God. And if we were created for him, then ought we not choose to know him? And the way that we learn to know him is by taking in his word. But anyways, thanks, guys. Thanks, DJ. Um, it was an honor to be a part of this. And I hope you guys glean some wisdom, mainly from him. Probably not a whole lot from me, but um, God bless you guys. And we'll see you all later. Well, I really appreciate Wes's four reasons because an understanding of those four things can play a big part in driving us back to God's word. Think about it. He said one reason we should read the Bible was because it's one progressive story from Genesis to Revelation, all pointing to Jesus. I had a professor say once, read the Bible as a book which points to Jesus because it actually is. And a lot of people miss this. Jesus himself declared that everything in the Old Testament was written about him, Luke 24, 44. It all points to Jesus, so you can always read it with that lens. It certainly helps frame it all and can encourage you to read more of the Bible as well, looking for ways in which it points to him, all of it, Old Testament and New. This is actually a great reason for all people to read it, believer and non-believer. I think the greatest question everyone on the earth needs to ask is, who do I say Jesus is? So if you have friends curious about spiritual things, invite them to read the Bible and explore for themselves its claims, or invite them to read it with you. In 2007 and 2008, I had the privilege to teach English in North Africa. While there, I made some really good Muslim friends. Uh, we would often hang out at night and drink Sheba Leban, which is just tea with milk. It's incredible. We would play chess and talk about spiritual things. These were some of my favorite memories of my time there. I remember one friend being particularly interested in reading the words of Jesus. So we would meet up and read together. We started in Matthew 5, the Sermon on the Mount. We read that chapter, and I'll always remember his response. He stopped, looked at me so serious, and said, I've never read anything like this before. What an awesome picture of the power of God's Word. That young man was experiencing God's Word for the first time in his life. And I, looking on, was being reminded of how truly it's living and active as it says in Hebrews 4.12. And not just for a young man searching, it's living and active for all of us. This is why I think the pull to keep us away is so strong. Wes also mentioned three other reasons to read. Because God can be trusted, because it helps you obey, and because it helps you know Him more. Walking with God is not complicated. Difficult? Yes. Complicated? No. How is it simple? Well, how do we get closer to God? We read the Bible. How do we learn to obey His commands? We read the Bible. How do we fill in the blank? We read the Bible. Because while it may not address every situation, it absolutely contains the wisdom to know how to handle every situation. And that's not complicated, but it does require diligence on our part. Right now, Consider what story or book of poetry you would like to read in the Bible this week. 
make a plan and go for it. If you miss a day, bounce back the next one. Let us not make a habit of only getting the word on Sundays. Years ago, the navigators came up with what I believe they refer to as the hand illustration. Its purpose is to help you consider all the ways and opportunities there are to take in God's word. You can hear, read, study, meditate, and memorize. These are all ways that we can take God's word in, and it's so important. Now, each of us will most likely be drawn to one more than the rest. So we need to run with that, but not neglect the others. By nature, I love to memorize. Growing up, I remember taking geography class, and I worked so hard to memorize every country on a world map. It was fun for me. When I came to know Christ, I remember just naturally memorizing some key verses that God was using in my life. And to this day, I still love to memorize. But it would be unwise to neglect the others. Why? Well, because they feed each other. The more I read, the more I find verses I want to memorize. The more I memorize, the more I can meditate as I go about my day. And without studying, I run the risk of completely misinterpreting a verse. And the beauty of the body of Christ is that even though we're all bent towards one, together we all encourage each other to incorporate each of these into our lives. For example, some of you love to hear the word, and that always inspires me to go listen more. Some of you are readers. In fact, last semester, Hunter McCann shared such a cool graphic that showed how much of the Bible you could read if you read X amount of minutes per day. So, by reading 40 minutes a day, you could read the entire Bible in just three months. By reading 20 minutes a day, you could read the entire Bible in six months. And how cool is that? That's the entire Bible twice a year, 20 minutes a day. And even missing a whole lot of days, you'll still likely go through it at least once. I love that. Big picture, if you were taking in the Bible daily, you were winning the war against your soul that wants to keep you away from it. This battle is so real. Praise God, it's a battle that, by the grace of God, we can win. So let us keep taking in God's Word. Read, study, memorize, meditate, hear, and apply. As it says in James, let us not be hearers of the Word only, and so deceive ourselves, but do what it says. And I'm in agreement with my brother Wes, that the more we read, the better chance we have of doing just that. Thank you all for joining in on today's episode. If you are enjoying the podcast, I want to encourage you to subscribe today. We've got more episodes lined up, and I'm excited to get those out to you. By subscribing, you'll get notifications when a new episode hits. And I want to invite you to keep asking questions. Let's keep these discussions going. It's needed, and it's healthy. Until next time, I'm Justin Myrick encouraging us all to stay connected to church, connected to each other, and most importantly, connected to the God we love and serve. God bless.